Welcome back to Quick Bits and Happy New Year. Kicking off this first Quick Bits of 2024, we have so much going on with Courthouse Becky and Alec Murdaugh's new trial motion, a huge win in Georgia for the Chrisleys. The state is paying them a million dollars. A new court date for Donna Adelson and is Keefe D, the man accused of Tupac's murder, getting out of custody? Let's get into it for today's Quick Bits. I'm legal analyst Emily D. Baker. This is the Quick Bits, where I break down just the main points of the pop culture and entertainment cases I'm currently covering on YouTube and the Emily Show podcast. Let's get into it. Over the next few weeks, there's going to be a ton going on, particularly with Murdoch, but also in the coming weeks, we have hearings going on in the Scientology case. There's a lot happening. You want to have the Lawnerd app download on your phone to keep in the loop with all of the content dropping and the court hearings that I'm covering because this month is going to be so busy. And with that, Donald Edelson got a new court date for January 30th, 2024, because Tallahassee was closed due to weather on the day she was supposed to be in court. It didn't stop the judge from signing a order for new attorneys, and Donna Edelson has now hired Charlie Edelson's defense attorneys. So she has new lawyers. It'll be really interesting to see what dates get set when she is in court January 30th and whether or not we will see a Donna Adelson trial in 2024. Again, she is the mother of now convicted murderer Charlie Adelson. She is also accused of participating and conspiring in the murder of her son-in-law, Dan Markell. It is a wild case that is years in the making. So we will see what happens when the search warrants come back for all of the electronic devices. Those are underway now. In Las Vegas, Keefe D, who's accused of killing Tupac in 1996, was granted bail and allowed to do house arrest if he posts that $750,000 in bail. His attorneys were arguing that his health has declined since he has been in custody and that he is not a flight risk. We will see what happens and whether he posts that bail and is out of custody pending the trial for the murder of Tupac, which should take place in Las Vegas this year. And a case that might also happen this year is Alec Murdoch's murder trial. There is so much going on that the dedicated stream for that on Tuesday ended up being almost four hours long because there's sideshows on sideshows with this case. But procedurally, Alec Murdoch will be back in court on Tuesday, January 16th, 2024. I will be covering that on the live stream channel. That court hearing is to set forth what's going to happen at this evidentiary hearing. There were two parts to the new trial motion, whether or not he would get an evidentiary hearing to inquire whether the clerk of court, Courthouse Becky, had tampered with this jury, and then the evidentiary hearing, and then a ruling from the judge whether or not that meets the standard for a new trial. It seems the judge is granting this hearing and there's not going to be argument about it. I've never seen that happen. Most of the cases, there's court hearings to argue about whether or not there should be a hearing and then a hearing. But the hearing is set for the end of this month, and it seems from the judge's questions to the attorneys that she has already decided she is granting an evidentiary hearing. I agree that's what needs to happen. It's procedurally odd that we've jumped over one step. Judge Toll, who's been assigned to oversee the motion for a new trial, is going to hold a three-plus-day evidentiary hearing in South Carolina, 
And the attorneys are now lining out who those witnesses may be to see if the clerk of court did indeed have conversations with the jury that are material in nature. And the lawyers are arguing over the standard that the court should apply. So there are some very significant legal rulings that need to be made about what the defense needs to prove to show whether or not Alec Murdoch should get a new trial and what the state is trying to rebut, arguing that this verdict should stand. There is no clear-cut decision on this one. The allegations made by Team Murdoch are huge, but if the clerk did talk to the jury in a way that was substantive, it'll be interesting to see if the judge requires the next step that that actually changed the jurors' minds or swayed somehow their verdict or whether or not they only need to prove that she had substantive conversations with the jurors. That ruling will be huge. And we should know on Tuesday what standard will be applied to the hearing that will come later in the month. Hopefully the judge will rule from the bench on Tuesday, but she is a former Supreme Court justice, so she may issue a written ruling after the hearing on Tuesday. I started QuickBits to make things quick and easy for you so you could follow along with the cases I'm covering, even when you don't have a ton of time. You know I like to keep it simple. And the thing that makes my life the most simple is Green Chef. Green Chef will deliver fresh, organic ingredients to your door with instructions, with pictures. And if you are looking to kick off your new year, Green Chef has some incredible new options for you with their new gut and brain health meal plans, which includes an incredible array of nutritious dinners, clean snacks, and functional drinks crafted to actively support the well-being of your gut and enhance cognitive health. The gut and brain health meals are created in partnership with registered dietitians. But if you're looking for your lifestyle to be supported in a different way, you can pick from over 80 flavored-filled options each week, from keto and paleo to gluten-free to balanced to just fast and easy. So make sure that you utilize this incredible deal. You get 60% off plus 20% off your next two months if you go to greenchef.com slash 60 Emily Baker and use code 60 Emily Baker. That's greenchef.com slash 60 Emily Baker using code 60 Emily Baker for 60% off plus 20% off your next two months. Find out for yourself why Green Chef is the number one meal kit for eating well. Let's get back to the quick bits. And then on the rest of the sideshow, Courthouse Becky is embroiled in, well, scandal. She admitted to plagiarizing part of her book from an email that came into her office email that was not meant for her from a BBC reporter, and she just turned it in as her own work in a book that she then published. But there's also search warrants ongoing for her phone in connection with her son's arrest for wiretapping and multiple ethics complaints. There is a lot of smoke around clerk of court Becky Hill this hearing might go a long way of either clearing that or proving that there's fire. I'm very interested to see how this one plays out. But with the perjury and the other ethics investigations, the determination on the motion for new trial is not the end here. And if this clerk, in her zeal to talk to Nancy Grace and be a part of South Carolina's trial of the century, has somehow undone this verdict after seven weeks of a very expensive public trial, it's going to be a mess. But 
even if the verdict stands, I don't think Courthouse Becky escapes this because there are multiple investigations, it seems, ongoing. So this is not going to be done anytime soon. Headed to Georgia, Todd and Julie Chrisley had a huge win in the form of a settlement in regards to a civil case that they had filed against Joshua Waits, the former director of special investigations at the Georgia Department of Revenue. The investigation from the Georgia Department of Revenue seems to be what tipped off the entire federal investigation that then led to TV personalities, Todd and Julie Chrisley from Chrisley Knows Best, being investigated, indicted, and then convicted of bank fraud, tax fraud, and other financial crimes. Both are currently serving sentences in federal prison. I did not cover that trial. It was a federal trial with no video, but it went on contemporaneous to the Depp v. Heard trial. But I have been covering the appeal. There are some big legal issues to be determined for the appeal of the federal prosecution, but this payment and settlement on the civil case with regard to the civil case with the State Department of Revenue is a very big win for them. Not only did some of that money go to pay off lawyers per the settlement agreement that I broke down on live stream, but it also goes a long way to indicate that there were problems with that initial investigation, which is what the Chrisleys alleged. And if things in the initial investigation were a problem, the evidence in the initial investigation is tied to what the federal investigation did, and that is a central part of the Chrisley's appeal that was granted oral argument, which is unusual and a very good thing for the Chrisley's that oral argument was granted, and that will be held in Georgia in April. It will be very interesting to see what the Court of Appeal asks of these attorneys with regard to the search and seizure and Fourth Amendment issues that are brought up in that appeal. So a big win for the Chrisleys while they remain in prison fighting to overturn their own conviction. Speaking of federal financial crimes, on the podcast, I covered the fact that Tom Girardi has been found competent to stand trial. Since that episode has aired, the federal judge in Los Angeles set a trial date for May 21st. Over Girardi's objections, his attorneys said they needed more time to prepare the case. So this case is going to hit the ground running, which is what I predicted in the Emily Show podcast. Tom Girardi was not only found competent and able to stand trial, but the court found very persuasive the government's argument that Tom Girardi was exaggerating and malingering. Yes, the court found that Tom Girardi may have some age related or age-appropriate signs of mental decline, given that he is in his mid-80s, but that he does not have Alzheimer's or any other mental disease or defect in such a way that he is unable to stand trial, unable to understand what is happening in his prosecution, unable to assist his defense attorneys. And in fact, not only found him competent, but went that one step further to say that the evidence of malingering and exaggerating was persuasive. So for everyone who asked, is Tom Girardi faking this? The federal judge said he's definitely exaggerating and malingering does mean faking. So Tom Girardi will be going to trial. I wonder if this man is going to take a plea deal because when the attorneys are already feeling crushed for time and the federal court is moving forward to trial, I think we are in a situation where we may see a Girardi plea deal. 
given his age and given the fact that the issue of competency has now been resolved. And with that, I hope you are having a good week. I hope you had a great holidays. I will be back this week with lots of content. And if you're following me on Instagram, some behind the scenes from some travels I have coming up this week. So with all of it, thank you for being here. Thank you for being a lawn nerd. And I will see you in the next one. You can stay up to date with everything I'm covering on our free iOS and Android app at lawnerdapp.com or search your app store for Lawnerd. And you can also follow me on social media at the Emily D. Baker. Remember, I stream on YouTube on Tuesdays and Thursdays. I recap all of that for you in quick bits on Monday. And of course, The Emily Show drops on Wednesdays. Thanks for being a Lawnerd.